the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along for the... uh the pandemic version, uh, the stay-at-home version of The Ride Home with John and Kathy. We're uh, mm-hmm. casual here today, Kath. Looking very casual, but also, again, very stylish. What do you got on there? Uh, I'm sporting my pirate gear. Hold on. Uh, oh, that's very nice. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Hashtag represent, John. Right. We're not going to see the Bucks for any time soon. What do you think about the uh, the new ideas of playing baseball in isolation? How do you do that? I don't think you do it. I just can't imagine you no. being able to do that because the the elephant and the what's well, not the elephant in the room because people are talking about it is that what do you do with everybody's family? Yeah, and what you're going to be isolated in a hotel room, then go to the facility, play ball, and then come back to that's not going to last long. And you got, and guys are going to do that for five months. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why on? that oh. is. So anyway. I, I'm glad that they're trying ideas. Believe me, I don't want to be one of those people who sits back and says, all right, you guys come up with something and I'm going to tell you what's so wrong about it. I don't know. You know, it just, it feels as though there's so many moving parts about it, you know, with the media, the camera people, the trainers, sooner or later, someone's bound to break out with the coronavirus, right? And then they'll shut the whole thing down. So I understand there's billions of dollars that people want to generate here, but it doesn't seem like it's such a great idea. No, but I do want to see baseball so I do too. much. Yeah. I do want to see baseball. Okay, but if we can't watch sports, there is a lot of stuff right now live streaming. Studio wrestling with Chili Billy. I'd kill for that right now if they- I could. <laughs> I really, I would. <laughs> the WWE was still going, right? And then they closed uh, yeah. it down? They did, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so live streaming, which is very cool. This is sort of a, a new you know, pandemic invention. Uh, major stars are doing live streaming, and of course, what well, we are as well. Um, but uh, the New York Times has a list of things that are streaming over this weekend that might be of interest. Oh, we're going to break. Yeah, we need okay. to go to break. We're having a little technical difficulty, but if we step away, I bet when we come back, it's going to be all neat and tidy. Okay, stick around. We got a big show for you, a really big show. Be right back. W-O-R-D. Gives you the chance to show an act of kindness that could pay off for you, too. Just a little more kindness? Enter the Kindness Challenge for the chance to win $5,000 for you and $5,000 for a worthy organization. Just a lot more kindness, I think. Enter once each day through the end of April. Get bonus entries for completing individual acts of kindness. Plus, lots of other ways to increase your chances of winning. 
Be kind to others and to yourself. Be a little more kind to each other. Enter the Kindness Challenge now at wordfm.com slash kindness. As a business owner, you're in a difficult position today. Stay-at-home regulations, social distancing, and in some cases, extreme limitations on our individual liberties have caused small and medium businesses to question whether marketing during this time is the right thing to do. You're asking a lot of questions and you're getting few, if any, answers. Salem Surround is here to help business owners during these challenging times. We're sponsoring free webinars April 22nd and 24th, featuring nationally known marketing and advertising experts, Burrell & Associates, named in the top 2% of worldwide consultants by Gerson Lehrman Group. They'll discuss how to manage marketing in times of crisis and examples of how some businesses actually thrive in difficult times. Attend virtually to hear some factual data on what you can do to keep your business top of mind, relevant, and vital to customers today. Two free seminars are offered each day, April 22nd or 24th, and limited space is available. For times and to sign up, go to SalemSurround.com. SalemSurround.com. Hey, John, have you heard about No Safe Spaces? Oh, yeah. It's the number one political documentary of 2019. And listen, it finished its run after garnering the highest fan rating, 99% at Rotten Tomatoes, but it's been blocked from every streaming service. Oh, don't worry. No Safe Spaces is now available to watch for a limited time only, nosafespaces.com. The discount code for our listeners is SAVE25 for 25% off. Watch the film tonight at nosafespaces.com. If you're a licensed counselor in Pennsylvania, Grace Wellness Center doesn't want to hire you. They want to partner with you. At Grace Wellness Center, you'll find the personal support and professional development you need to build your ideal clientele. Grace Wellness Center invests in you so you can invest in your clients. Get the support, training, and personal coaching you need to pursue your passion and build the kingdom with offices throughout Greater Pittsburgh. Join the team at thegracewellnesscenter.com. As soon as we're back out in our yard, yep, we get company. Dandelions, lurking crabgrass, and wheat-thin grass. But Scott's Turf Builder Triple Action takes care of them all. Now, with one bag, you can kill weeds, prevent crabgrass for up to four months, and feed for greener grass. Triple action, so your lawn thrives, guaranteed. Only from Scott's. Weeds aren't welcome here. This is a Scott's Yard. Pick up a bag of Scott's Triple Action today. How many sales are you missing because you're not effectively using social media marketing? Worse yet, how many customers are your competitors stealing from you because they are? The vast majority of the population is on social media nearly every day shopping. Does your business have an effective selling presence on social media? We're Salem Surround. We take the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Your competition is already social. Catch them and... And surpass them. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We know how to make every digital dollar count towards sales success. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to SalemSurround.com. SalemSurround.com. Connecting you with new customers. Okay, um, I don't know about you, Kath. So we've been. This is our set, the end of our second week of streaming. I have really not been. No, out our of second the house week of, of broadcasting from home. Of broadcasting from home, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but here we are, you know, video streaming from our you know spare rooms. And I've, have you been out of the house much? Listen, I haven't walked out of my house 
since Tuesday. I have not stepped foot outside mm-hmm. since Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, I, I made a quick trip to the station to grab something. Then I came back and that was like at 10 o'clock at night. And it literally took me half an hour or so to do that. But like yourself, I mean, I, I'm really just kind of staying inside. So when you think about the idea of like my wife said today, we should go out, uh, you know, and get some takeout somewhere, you know, just get, you know, let's, how about we go to Chick-fil-A and we'll get in line. I forget. I forget how to drive there. I but forget you know how what? to drive. The line might be so long for takeout right now. Um, I'm, I'm sort of less inclined, but I do miss going to local restaurants. Don't you? Are you kidding me? Yeah. I would kill to go to a local restaurant and sit at a table. Yes. Yeah, I know. Golly. Well, we saw a piece uh, in the Pittsburgh Quarterly called, Will Pittsburgh's Dining Scene Survive the Pandemic? Julia Julia Fraser wrote this excellent piece. And it reminded, reminded us of our good friend, uh, Tim Tobish, who is part of uh, Franctuary. And uh, Franctuary has been in the Pittsburgh dining scene for a long time. I'm telling you, you want a great hot dog? That's the place to go. Tim Tobish is with us right now. Hey, Tim, how you doing? Hey, John. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to talk. It's a weird time right now. It sure is a weird time, Tim. Talk about how you guys are doing at Franctuary. So we're hanging in there. It's kind of uh, taking a different approach, being creative where you can. Um, We're doing delivery and takeout, which, of course, we're allowed to do. But uh, I'd say sales are down probably about 65% from where they normally be this time of year um, uh, if we were allowed to have done. Our food truck was uh, going out. Uh, we've been plugged into a we couple different GoFundMe's. Yeah, oh, Tim, you know what? We're uh, we get a bad connection. We, we've uh, sort of popped up and down with you. Yeah, Mike, Mike, can you, Mike oh, would no. you call Tim back? Yeah. Let's okay, we're going to call Tim care. back. You know, when you hear that number, John, sixty-five percent. Holy smokes! And look, he, what he's he said he's doing delivery and takeout. Yeah. Um, I, I know that they had a, a hot dog food truck for a time. Uh, the retail operation, what's that like? I mean, boy, oh, boy. And they were last time we talked to Tim, I believe they were opening a new location at the airport. That's right. Uh, can you imagine that's open? No, the, because of airlines gonna, I, are, I don't know. It's just, it's, isn't it hard to know what to do? Because you're obviously, we want to stay at home as much as possible to be as careful as we can, sure. especially with the people who are fragile around us. But at the same time, I would love to go give some business to somebody who really needs it right exactly. now. Especially local business, right? Yeah. I mean, the chains are one thing and they're, they're, they're suffering along with everybody else. But boy, the local players in this who are just being devastated, 65% or more. I mean, that's really harsh. I it's know. So- I know. um, So I would like to go out tonight and and get something to eat and, you know, Mm -hmm. support somebody local, whether it's a pizza at Minio's or, or whatnot, or a sanctuary dog. I'd love to try that. Mike, we got him back up again. Okay, good. Hey, Tim, are you there? Hey, Tim, you with us? Hey, I am back. Hopefully you can hear me better now. Oh yeah. That's a lot better. Okay, Tim, we're so sorry to hear about that number that you're down 65%. Um, talk about how you guys are, are handling that. Like, have you had to let people go? Are you, you know, hiring more people to drive around? Are you changing, you know, sure. how you're preparing food? What? So, yeah, um, the biggest opportunity we've had to make up for some of those sales are um, hospital lunch services. We've plugged ourselves into a couple different GoFundMes that are raising money just Good. to feed medical 
teams around Western PA. So uh, last week, we actually fed 650 hospital workers individually prepared meals at four different hospitals around the region. Uh, we've got another 250 next week, and uh, we're getting paid full price, uh, which is awesome. So these GoFundMes are twofold in purpose to support small business um, by paying us what we would normally charge our customers and then feeding people who don't have time to feed themselves right now. So that's been nice. huge. Um, and that's making up a lot of the shortfall. We've, of course, applied for our various uh, loan programs that are yeah. at our disposal right now. Uh, we actually just were approved for our payroll protection loan, which is a really exciting uh, development for us. I know not every small business has had as much success with that, um, and I don't know what, what made the difference for us, but we got a call from our bank saying we've been approved, so we're expecting those funds, and um, we did have to temporarily suspend employment for our entire front of house staff because we're not allowed to have dining um, service right now. So no servers are working, no bartenders are working, but my kitchen is working and um, we're scheduling people as much as we can and uh, taking it a week at a time. The business really fluctuates, especially as you can imagine when one of those hospital things comes together, it's fairly short notice often and They'll be like, okay, you need to feed 200 people tomorrow, and then then I need more people, and I need to feed 200 people. So it's a good problem to have, but then I solve yeah, that uh, to the best of my ability. Okay, so Tim, hey, talk about your locations. Um, where are you? Last time, I think, uh, during the break, uh, Kath and I talked about you're having an airport location, but you've had a long-standing location. You've also had a food truck. So what's up and running? Correct. So the airport is closed, uh, as I think pretty much every restaurant in the airport is right now. Sure. Sanctuary in Lawrenceville, 3810 Butler Street, uh, just off the 40th Street Bridge, if you're familiar with that neighborhood, is sure. open for takeout every day, um, 11.30 to 9.30 most days. Uh, so Tuesday through Saturday, we're open 11.30 to 9.30. Sunday, we're open 11.30 to 8. And Monday, we're open 4.30 to 9.30 right now. Um, kind of, you know, normally in this industry, weekends are where you uh, rely on most of your revenue, but right now, Saturdays are kind of the same as Mondays, and we used to be closed on Mondays, but for now, we're just open seven days a week, trying to catch sales where we can, and then uh, our food truck is up and running as people want it. That's how we're making a lot of these hospital luncheons work out. Uh, Most of our normal events have been canceled into June, unfortunately, and this is the busiest time of year for it. Uh, Most of most typical years. Um, We have been able to service a few apartment buildings too. Uh, We have some website technology that enables us to take orders in advance so no money has to change hands. We also have uh, the ability to assign people time slots so we can assure that we're not creating crowds around our truck. So uh, as people are looking for food and we're able to get to them, we're taking our truck out. But it's a very different model than what we're typically used to where we might be going to a uh, Penguins playoff game this time of year. Be looking forward to the Arts Festival in June. Yeah. So, uh, little tweaks hopefully will keep that truck busy. Excellent. Tim Tobish is with us, founder and operator of Franctuary, which is a Lawrenceville restaurant and food truck known for its creative hot dogs, and we love it, and I bet you do as well. Um, let's talk, Tim, about how you see things going forward. Is it too early, or are there too many unknowns for you to assess how you feel like the Pittsburgh restaurant scene, which was one of the most vibrant in the entire country, is going to survive this? You know, I certainly hope we come back strong at really a guessing game for any of us so uh i suspect there are going to be a lot of people whenever things are allowed to return to normal who are very eager to get out 
they are stir crazy experiencing cabin fever, especially as the weather gets nicer in the coming weeks. But on the flip side, I think there are going to be a lot of people who are, uh, I don't want to use the word scarred because I hope they're not scarred permanently, but very cautious as a result of this. And even when we're allowed to go back out, maybe hesitant to go to places where there are more than 10, 20 people gathered and certainly restaurants fit in that mold. So we're going to have to take it a day at a time. And the other tricky thing, of course, is we don't know when this ends. There's not an end date, you know, for any, any business, even if it's uh, not news you want to hear, if there's a concrete timetable, you can kind of make plans and say, okay, this makes sense. But uh, I don't know if we're going to be operating this way for another week or month or two months. And uh, that makes it really tricky to project or predict trends. But I, I certainly hope we're going to come back strong. I believe people want to support businesses in the community um, and are going to find a way to do that when they're allowed to do so again. Yeah. So Tim, Hey, talk about yourself personally, um, your family, um, what it's like, you know, to be together in these tight conditions, your work schedule. Do you have kids? Uh, how's that working? So I, I don't have any kids. I've been married about two years and my wife is actually a flight attendant. So she's very affected by this as well. Uh, so we both have jobs where we're kind of out in the public. Uh, a lot of her flights are being canceled and she's had as few as three or four passengers on some of the flights she has done, but she's been out at least once in the last week. Um, also very different. And, uh, my parents are in New Jersey. They actually just celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary, which is fantastic, but, uh, we weren't able to be there, but we've been doing a lot of zooming, had a, a death in the family, unfortunately, too, um, but we had a Zoom memorial. It's just a very different time. And uh, one neat thing, though, is that my parents, as I mentioned, in Jersey, myself and my wife are in Pittsburgh, and her family is in the Chicago area. And aside from at our wedding, we've never actually all been together in the same place, but we're actually doing, like, uh, every two weeks or so, Zoom happy hours where we all see each other. And uh, okay. I don't know, it's exciting for me to be able to see my, my in-laws and my parents same time even if it's on a virtual screen that's cool very good that's terrific well thanks for being here with us tim our, our very best to you i mean what we wouldn't do for a dog right now i can't Heck even tell yeah. you that's good but the good news is you're open yeah, right I and so you can that. order and so uh people get order. on down and do a little takeout at uh, frank Schwery in lawrenceville yeah we'd love to see you the number is 412-586-7224 very nice all right tim all right. our hope is next time we talk to you in a month or so we're back to normal to yes. some degree, and Frank Schwery's uh, kicking out the dogs in, in a big way. Be safe. I hope so. Thanks so much. You guys stay safe, too. Mm-hmm. Tim Tobish, Frank Schwery. If you can, support your local restaurants. Do, yeah. do takeout, do delivery, whatever you can, uh, because we love Tim. We love what he does at Frank Schwery. Holy smokes. I mean, 65% down, and you know that's probably uh, he's probably better than most in some ways, don't you I think? Know. I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right, let me ask you this. I want to go back. We started talking about streaming at the top of the show, and then we had a little technological glitch. Yeah. Um, we had to back out. So can we talk about it? Because I'm kind of excited about the number of things that are available for live streaming. Now yeah. that kind of we're all kind of, I don't know, we're figuring out how to do this maybe? Okay, so what is the appeal then um, to live streaming? It's, I mean, it's live, right? We're live right now. Mm-hmm. So let's go through a list here because there's some little tiny things and there's some really big things as well. So the first thing which really caught my attention was this, this evening at 9 o'clock, movie night with Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is going to uh, uh, sponsor something called A Night at the Movies. It's a free four-week series featuring some of Liongate. Now, Liongate's a film studio, some of their most popular titles. So this week, they're going to watch Hunger Games. 
Jamie Lee Curtis, of course, was in Hunger Games. So she's going to sit. It's kind of like, I think, mystery science theater, right? Right. So you so you listen to them watch their own movie and make right. comments about like, well, you know, when we filmed this scene, this happened and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Which I think is cool. So it's a, a free event. It's a Lionsgate YouTube channel. Okay. And uh, that starts at 9 o'clock tonight. Jamie Lee Curtis watching uh, The Hunger Games. We also talked yesterday about that thing you do is going to be doing a live stream cast party tonight at 7 o'clock. If you love that thing you do, Mike, John, and I all, it's one of our favorite movies directed by Tom Hanks. And tonight the cast is reuniting. I believe the film was made in 91? 96 maybe? 96, 96. Um, but they're going to have a reunion and they're all going to, in their own separate places, watch the film together and comment on it. So that can oh, be a lot of cool. fun also tonight. Very nice. Okay. How about this? This is a gigantic tomorrow, two o'clock digital broadcast, uh, two o'clock and then eight o'clock on television. Uh, Lady Gaga, Elton John, Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish, Stevie Wonder, Jennifer Lopez, Paul McCartney, Lizzo, uh, global citizen, and uh, it's the World Health Organization special event. Okay, that's a lot, right? They've cut. That's the a real lot. Cut funding, so it might be a shorter program than originally planned. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be eleven minutes. They're all going to sing one verse. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to see Stevie Wonder live, wouldn't you? I, w- I would love to see Stevie Wonder live. Yeah, Though, yeah. and I would like to see Billie Eilish. Other than that, I I don't I'm not all that into seeing the rest of the people. But okay, okay. I mean, yeah. That could be that could be a big draw for yeah. tons of people. I'm surprised they're doing it at two p.m. Uh, two o'clock, yeah. Um, two o'clock, they, two different if, times. Two o'clock on digital, eight o'clock on broadcast. Oh, okay. Right. So they are doing it on broadcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. All right. Uh, how about this? A live reading from the Billy Holiday Theater. That's cool. See that one? Yeah, yeah. The uh, Billy. This is Saturday at eight p.m. on Facebook. Uh, Billy Holiday Theater hosting a special online reading of the James Sheldon play Reparations, mm-hmm. which tells the story of a recently widowed white book editor who invites a younger black writer to her apartment. That sounds really good. That sounds very cool. Yeah, I'd like uh, to see that. Let's see. So that's the Billy Holiday Holiday Theater on Facebook. So yeah, that's free as well. Okay. How about the Tommy Boy movie party? I never saw Tommy Boy. Um, Mike, I think Mike's a fan of Tommy Boy. Um, never oh, no. seen it. You never seen it either. How can the three of us have never seen? That's David Spade and Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Yeah, Chris Farley. See, Mike, I, Mike's a Chris Farley fan, so I would imagine I thought that he would have grabbed that anyway. Sorry. Okay, so uh, uh, Brian Dennehy's in it as well. Who just oh, who just passed away, away yesterday? Right. Um, uh, how about you know the- what we also hesitated to mention, John? Hmm. I just want to make sure we do this. I mentioned that thing you do a couple minutes back, and they're yeah. going to do a live stream event tonight in a cast party. Um, the reason they're doing that is because the man who wrote the song "That Thing You Do" and several other terrific, terrific songs from that film just passed away from COVID. Oh, right. Yeah, at the yeah, age of yeah, fifty-two, yeah. it was a real mm-hmm. shock for everybody, and um, so him and Brian Dennehy both lost in the last couple of days. All right. Anyway, uh, so we're, we're looking at live streaming, easy to find. The New York Times has a, a, an article, this weekend's live streaming events from Lady Gaga, Star-Studded Special, and more. And uh, Okay, wait, I, I got to highlight this one. Okay. Are we up against a break? No, no, we're fine. Because I, I want to make sure I talk about Erica Badu live from her bedroom. Who is that? Yeah. Well, you don't know who Erica Badu is? No. She's, she's a saint. Remember she, she wore the head wrap, the really tall head wrap? She's a really elegant looking woman, very beautiful. I got nothing. Anyway, this is what I loved about this. So she's doing a interactive visual concert experience, but this is what she's calling it. 
I don't think this is smart. It's just not helpful. Quarantine concert series, The Apocalypse. Mm. That's the title of her concert. See, that doesn't make me want to tune in. But it's from her bedroom, too. It is. She's streaming from her bedroom. It's a small apocalypse. Yes. I guess depending upon the size of your bedroom. Right? I don't know. I just don't know if like talking about the pandemic and deciding it's the apocalypse is the right thing to do. Yeah. Although, I, you know, we haven't talked about this. Some people have, have chosen a decidedly very dark tone for this this time. Don't you think? And I think that'd be kind of hard to hold on to. If you're walking around talking about the apocalypse and end times. That's why right? I thought. So Erica Badu is pretty serious anyway, musically, right? Yeah. You think I'm going to tune in and watch her show called The Apocalypse? Maybe it's time right now. No. might be tongue-in-cheek she doesn't she's never publicly appeared to me as like a comic person she's in her bedroom. comical person i mean all bets are off at that point right all bets are off i don't know look, look i can't stick around the people who are being dark right now well it's easy to be dark i can't do it right i mean i can't do it if someone goes dark on me whether it's someone i'm talking to in like a facetime thing or it's somebody on social media forget it i'm yeah. out Okay, so I think we sort of turned a, I'm not going to be totally, we've turned a mini corner here, a tiny corner in the fact that people are talking about, in all seriousness, opening up. Yes. I mean, despite what you think about that, whether you think that it's about time or it's foolhardy, just the fact that we're having that conversation, I think is some reason for a tiny thread of optimism. And a little nerve wracking. Of course. right? Because I'm not, I, I mean, I understand the impetus is that we all want people to start to be able to work again and support themselves. And there's a level of desperation economically. I get all that. But you know that when we start milling around again, you know, the cases of COVID are going to go up because we right. don't, I mean, we don't have a vaccine. So we have to be ready for that. Exactly. I don't know. Uh, personally, I think I'm just going to be home for the rest of the summer, at least. I just got to hang out. Hey, Mike, John's decided he's going to be home the rest of his life. Yeah. What if I run out of uh, razor blades and I just like have like, I have a ZZ top beard when this is all over. Okay. I would, I really would. If you looked like Billy Gibbons, that first of all, you'd have to lose a hundred pounds because he's about six, he's about six, six and 92 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. God bless him. I'd love to okay, see take that, a by break. the way. Uh, what are we talking about here? Oh, oh, um, this or that's coming this up. This or that is coming up. Okay. So this is a thing we'd love to do. We're just going to, two. we've made a list of things we're going to choose. Two things, this or that. It's not that hard to figure out. Check it out. It's kind of weird and it's a lot of fun. Hello, friends. It's me, Marsha, from the Springhouse. We are hoping you are all healthy and safe. Our family wanted to let you know that because our cows are requiring twice-a-day milking, the Springhouse is still open for you to stop by for your farm fresher from our herd milk and hot out-of-the-oven breads and buns and meats and cheeses and cookies and anything that will make life happy and comfy and easier during these uncertain times. Our buffet is still full of family recipe lunches and suppers every day to take home to eat at your own family table. And our catering team even created a special take-and-bake meal, which you can check out online. We even ordered in extra toilet paper in case any of you are in a pinch. We've been so blessed this last week by customers thanking us for staying open and, best of all, telling us that they're praying for us. We just wanted to let you know that we are praying for all of you, too. Here's a big hug from all of us at the Springhouse to you. We love you. 
As a business owner, you're in a difficult position today. Stay-at-home regulations, social distancing, and in some cases, extreme limitations on our individual liberties have caused small and medium businesses to question whether marketing during this time is the right thing to do. You're asking a lot of questions, and you're getting few, if any, answers. Salem Surround is here to help business owners during these challenging times. We're sponsoring free webinars April 22nd and 24th, featuring nationally known marketing and advertising experts, Burrell and Associates, named in the top 2% of worldwide consultants by Gerson Lehrman Group. They'll discuss how to manage marketing in times of crisis and examples of how some businesses actually thrive in difficult times. Attend virtually to hear some factual data on what you can do to keep your business top of mind, relevant, and vital to customers today. Two free seminars are offered each day, April 22nd or 24th, and limited space is available. For times and to sign up, go to SalemSurround.com. SalemSurround.com. This is Dennis Prager and my friends. They're at it again. The left is doing its best to silence ideas it doesn't like. Hollywood does not want you to see my film, No Safe Spaces, which is why you won't see it on Netflix or Amazon Prime. But now you can watch No Safe Spaces for a limited time at nosafespaces.com. It's time to fight back and protect freedom in America. See No Safe Spaces. It is a great film starring me and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com. Upwork has the world's largest network of proven independent professionals. And I have an alphabetical list of them. Accountants, administrative assistants, animators, architects. You get the point. When you need in-demand talent on demand, Upwork is how. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORD-FM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. Tonight, occasional rain and drizzle, low 33. Sunshine tomorrow with a cool breeze, high 50. Tomorrow night in the clear, low 37. Sunday, considerable clouds, high 57. Monday, turning out mostly cloudy, high 56. Tuesday, cloudy, breezy, and cool with a couple of showers, high Tuesday, 52. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Brian May. For our weekly segment called This or That, both Kath and I have compiled a list of 10 things. An example, spring or summer, this or that. No comments are necessary. We both run down the list and we choose one, this or that. Okay? Kath, you want to go first? Want me to go first? Not only no comments, John, no justification needed. All right. It is what it is, what they say. I will go first. All right. Are you ready? Uh, Yes, please do. John, I have 10 thises or that's for you, and I begin with this. (laughs) Jimmy Carter or Barack Obama? (sighs) Jimmy Carter. Pen or pencil? Pen. Earring or nose ring? Earring. Rice or pasta? Pasta. Adidas or Nike? Adidas. Oh, Billie Holiday or Ella Fitzgerald? Ella. EU or Brexit? EU. You socialist, you. Grapes of Wrath or Tom Sawyer? Grapes of Wrath. Scrape or burn? 
burn. Really? Looney Tunes or Phineas and Ferb? Looney Tunes. It's your 10, John. Very nice. Excellent, excellent list. Okay. Mm-hmm. Steelers or pens? Oh. Um. Pens. Preston George or Woolies? That is not fair. That's not an appropriate comparison. There you go. Preston George or Woolies? Woolies. <clears throat> Madonna or AOC? Oh, <laughs> That is not fair either. <laughs> AOC. Buddha or Timmy the intern? <laughs> Timmy the intern. Le <laughs> Mignon or fish tacos? Fish tacos. Trombone shorty or Volpec? Mean. Full peck. Moist or coronavirus? <laughs> I can't say it. You know, I hate the word so much. <laughs> I have to say live on the radio, moist. <laughs> Sid <laughs> or Mario? Oh. What is this? The injury edition, the emotional injury edition of this or that? It's getting uh, worse. Just Mario. Worse. All right. Beth Moore, Jennifer Garner. <laughs> Beth or Jen? Oh, um, Beth, because of Donk. Mm-hmm. Julie Andrews, Eric Clapton. <laughs> I can't believe it. Julie Andrews. Okay, there you go. That's 10. This or that, it's revealing, is it not? Okay, we'll take a break. Come back. Uh, Oh, Terry Thomas is with us in a few minutes. I'm going to ask him some this or that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to ask him whether he wants Eric Clapton or Julian. We are officially next with Terry Thomas. Going to wing it. We have no idea what's going to happen, so stay tuned for that. Be right back. The Ride Home with John and Kathy here on Word FM. This or that. W-O-R-D. Playing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New music. New music from Hope Darst. Peace be still. Run to the Father by Cody Carnes. Run to the Father. And It's Gonna Get Better by Stars Go Dim. It's the best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD on the weekend. This is John Samick. I'm the owner of Service Master Greater Pittsburgh. As we battle the coronavirus, Service Master follows all CDC guidelines for social interaction. Our mission is to protect your home and business. And the yellow man. This is John Samick. I'm the owner of Service Master Greater Pittsburgh. We follow all CDC guidelines as we continue to provide essential services to homes and businesses, including fire and water damage restoration. The man, the yellow man, called Service Master. 
When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. This is an important coronavirus update from the nonprofit Global Healthy Living Foundation. Do you or a loved one live with a chronic illness? If so, you and your family may be at a higher risk for contracting the COVID-19 coronavirus. The Global Healthy Living Foundation has made free information and support available for your protection and well-being. Go to ghlf.org to enroll in their free patient support program to get updates and information related to the coronavirus outbreak. Protect yourself and your family. Visit ghlf.org today. Staying home? Perfect, because Omaha Steaks Stock-Up Sale offers fresh, all-American flavors safely to your door. Skip the long lines and feed your family the finest steaks, burgers, poultry, and pork, even easy-to-make meals, desserts, and more. Visit omahasteaks.com and type package in the search bar. You'll save 50% or more on freezer-filling assortments, plus orders over $69 ship free. Omaha Steaks Stock-Up Sale. Perfectly hearty, healthy, right at home. omahasteaks.com, keyword package, for free shipping on orders over $69. Timeless wisdom and Proverbs and powerful promises. At BibleStudyTools.com, we aim to provide the best free resources for knowing the Word of God and applying its powerful truths to your life. Use BibleStudyTools.com's daily Bible verse for inspiration as you start each day. Find powerful verses on more than 300 topics that relate to your life's challenges and needs. Verses to encourage your soul, lift your spirit, and strengthen your faith. Visit BibleStudyTools.com. That's BibleStudyTools.com. Streaming live on Facebook, 101.5 Word FM on Facebook, or The Ride Home with John and Kathy on Facebook. And of course, uh, you're listening to us on the radio. Uh, thank goodness for terrestrial radio. Oh my gosh, isn't that the truth? Hey, if you are watching, sorry to interrupt, John. If you are watching on Facebook, uh, feel free to leave us a message, say hi, share the stream with a friend. We'd love to hear from you. I'll get back to how, however many people I can as I'm able. Very nice. Uh, from Geneva College, the professor of biblical studies, Dr. Terry Thomas is with us. Terry, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm I'm doing good, man. How you doing? We're good. I can't complain at all. I mean, considering that we're in a a worldwide pandemic, uh, you know, thumbs up. I know. That's right. Exactly. I think things are going well, you know. Hey, Terry, one of the things John and I have loved so much is, you know, being inside and not having access to current stuff like restaurants and sports, uh-huh. et cetera, causes you to spend a lot of time thinking about memories and about the past. Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. your, fa- your favorite bucko game or, you know, the oh, worst yeah. Steeler right. loss in history or whatever. Uh-huh. That, that yeah. date you went on in high school? Oh, no, 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 no. That was terrible. Oh, yeah. We can talk uh, about that Let's open later, that door up, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> when you've been thinking about things, Terry, and you go back, talk about, I mean, so go back in that reserve. And when you think about a favorite time in your life. Well, I, one thing I remembered right before you called was the last time that I called in to your show. Uh, that was a memory for me because what? you guys were talking about, uh, you were talking about golf, playing uh-huh. golf. And how bad you were, and, yeah, uh, and nobody wanted to play with you. So, and I, I called in to volunteer to take you out, you know, to, for a round of golf, just to, you know, get it off your shoulder, you know, see if you feel better about yourself. And uh, but I, you know, I got, I got put on a recording, and nothing ever happened. Yeah. No. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah. 
That's the story of our life, basically. Nothing ever happened. Story of my, right? story of my life right now, you know, just a recording about golf, not actual golf itself, you know. Hey, I tell you what, though, we have done some fun things recently. We uh, we started a thing we like to call the parking lot picnic, where you uh, you go to a place that has a drive-through and meet somebody there and get your drive-through and then park six feet away from and roll a window down and talk to them while you're eating, you know. So uh, that's fun. Yeah. We got a little, you know, we got a little socializing in at a respectable distance, you know, and uh, yeah, not bad doing that. Nice. Been, so, um, where's your place? Yeah. You have a go-to place here that you you hang out at? Well, we, uh, we, <laughs> you ever? There's a place up in there's a couple of places up in Cranberry that, that we go to that are that are nice and and they're very nice to you. And I got to tell you, the first place we did it though was we did it up in uh, Grove City at the Eaton Park. In Grove mm-hmm. City, of course, you know, you'd think with a name like that, that's what it was made for. Oh, but, right. Uh, now, did anyone we, come out on roller skates? No one came out, but, you know, and then we were sitting there, and we had been there for a little bit, and the manager came out and uh, and brought us cookies, you know, brought us Eaton Park right. cookies. Gave to us. Those were very nice, very, very nice. I love the people at Eaton Park for crying mm-hmm. out loud. Yeah, yeah. I love them. All right, Tara, talk about something from when you were either an undergrad or a grad student. I want to hear some kind of story that sticks in your head. Yeah. Were you a good student? Were you a troublemaker? Was college (laughs) a burden or was it a hoot? (laughs) Well, I I, I would say this. I was a better student in in college than I was in – than I was in high school, and then I was a better student in graduate school <laughs> than I was when I was in college. Okay, so good. I, I yeah. kept getting better, you know, at it. And uh, I suspect I would hope that's the way life is. You know, the more you sort of practice things, the better you would get at them. And uh, but yeah, I uh, I can remember a, a time in college where you know, which would have been you know right in line with the social media type of things of our days. Of course, it was it was not in that era. It was back in the early 70s, you know. And uh, I had a paper to do, a philosophy paper, on uh, a reflection about moral things in Eastern philosophies and so forth. It was a little complex, you know. And um, so what I did was I, uh, I did it on a, a cassette tape instead of typing it out and gave it to my professor to listen to. You know, right to it, and he uh, he appreciated. It. He said he sat in the bathtub and listened to my listened to my lecture. About it. I thought, okay, that's weird. I didn't want to know that. You know, uh, but but yeah, I got I got a chance to you know break out a new type of hand in a paper. Since then, I've accepted paper. I've accepted papers on video and you know other kind of stuff like that. So that was nice. kind of fun. I think my my undergrad experience was kind of weird. You know, in that I. People in my family had not gone to college, you know, so they, you know, I didn't know a lot about it, you know, so I, when I was thinking about going to college, I started thinking about what my criteria, for instance, for picking a college was, what would it look like on a sweatshirt? Like, what would the name look like on a sweatshirt? It's pretty heavy. And, and, uh, and as it ended up, I did not apply to any colleges myself. But there was a woman that I had met who uh, filled out an application for me, and uh, I have always, I've had that effect on women. What can I say? And yeah, yeah. Uh, she filled out the application for me, and I ended up uh, going to Grove City College. That's and, fascinating. Um, it's similar. I've got a similar thing because people from my family they didn't go to college either. So you know that first generation in, if no one's showing the way, you kind of either have to make it up or rely on the kindness yeah. of someone who loves you. 
That's right. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I, I'd never been to Grove City. I didn't know where it was. I had never seen the campus until the, until the first day I was there. You know, it was the, you know, it was the the fall of 1968, and I can remember, uh, you know, walking in and finding where my dorm was. You know, all that kind of stuff. And a guy said to me, uh, "Hey, listen, you know, uh, you should get over to such and such a hall where you can pick up your ROTC uniform." Now this was during the Vietnam War, remember? and uh, I was like, oh, I'm not taking ROTC. And then they said, oh, all freshmen and sophomore men are required. So I was like, uh, oh, did, didn't know that. <laughs> you know. So went over and uh, had to get a haircut and pick up my uniform and so forth. Then I went from there. Somebody said, now you need to go meet your advisor to talk about schedule and stuff. And this, this is literally what happened. I said to them, well, how do you know who your advisor is? And they said, well, Go up to the, you know, go up to the auditorium up here. There'll be some tables around there, and on them have the name of different majors. And whatever your major is, go to that, and they'll tell you who your advisor is. And this is how much I knew. I said, "Well, how do you know what your major is?" You know, and this, you know, the guy was like, "What?" You know, and I said, "I don't think I anybody told me what my major was." He said, "Well, you select a major." I was like, "Oh, okay, so." They said, we'll go up there. You'll see the tables. You know, they said, there'll probably be one for all the undecideds. You know, that'll be you to look for it. So I went up, and sure enough, it was just like they said, you know, history here and engineering over here. So for, there was one guy, little cardboard table over in the corner, and it had, a, it, it had a sign on it, but it was like a big question mark, you know. And I, I'm, I'm assuming they thought, you know, couldn't pick a major, might be illiterate, you know, so just use a universal symbol of some kind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, sure. So they, you know, they put it there, and, and I, uh, I went over and I talked with him and so forth. And he said, "Oh, don't worry." Now, this was good advice from him. He said, "Don't worry. You got time to figure out what your major is going to be. You know, you take some courses in different areas and kind of find out." Well, after two years, I went back to him and said, "You know, I probably should get a, a major of some kind." And I, and I said, "What do you, you know, what do you teach?" He said, "Because he was a good guy, I liked him." He said, oh, I, "I teach in the philosophy department." So. I was a philosophy major in college. And, uh, <laughs> That's fabulous. What a great story. Yeah. Terry, yeah, listen, I'm, it's shocking, you know, the first day of college you show up, especially in 1968. As a new student, you submit, you acquiesce to getting a crew cut, and you yeah. join ROTC. I mean, uh, this okay. year, uh, May 4th of this year, is the 50th anniversary of the Kent State Massacre. So, I mean, oh, I know. They were, you know, a, a year later, they're killing college kids on campus. That tells you exactly what was going on. But at Grove City, you were joining up right away. Well, that was a, the, the, the Kent State thing was a few years later, you know, but... Uh, uh, yeah, at that time, it wasn't, it wasn't a matter of choice, you know. Of course, the, the point was, if you were in college, you were not getting drafted, you know. So, uh, you know, that, that had a benefit to it as well. So you, you were sort of one step away, you know, through that. Um, but I, I, it was a strange kind of phenomenon at that time. I, most college students, I don't think, yeah. were, were lining up to be in ROTC programs. And so, I bet. Well, it, now, uh, you know, you can chalk it up a little bit to, you know, Grove City was a little more politically conservative place. Sure, sure. <laughs> okay, so wait, so Terry, so you're a guy who's, you know, his family didn't go to college. You right. come home and you tell your mom and dad, hey, I've decided what my major is. I'm a philosophy major. Did your dad want to hit you? Uh, my dad was in the motion picture business, so that was a step up, you know, oh. being a philosophy <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, cool, whatever that is, you know. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Right. Yeah, yeah. 
So, and, and by that time, I had already decided that uh, I, at some time in the future, I wanted to, you know, go into some kind of ministry of some kind. So they were they were fine with that. And, you know, whatever my major was, I don't think they, they really cared. And my dad just said, as long as you, you know, as long as you're clear on the writings of Plato and Socrates, uh, I'll be, I'll be fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that, I made that a goal in my life to be. That's cool. You know, that is Terry life. Thomas, professor of biblical studies at Geneva College. It's almost time for uh, us to boot you out just because of the structures of uh, radio. I'm so yeah, sorry, yeah. Terry, because we're having a good I've time. But a, let me ask you so you liked the university so much that you basically have never left. That's correct. I, I came in, I went in 1968 and uh, still here. That's still good. here, made That's the rounds nice. around, uh, around the tri state area to some different places. Excellent. Uh, but uh, yeah, work with it. Very nice. Hey, okay, Terry, before you leave us, let's talk about music a little bit, okay? Um, right. uh, 1968 musical taste. Um, you know, what? give me like, you know, one or two top bands and maybe what well, you are you know, listening I went to, to right now? High school. I went to Wilkinsburg High School. And so I had a little R&B, you know, kind of uh, feel to me, you know, and Smokey mm-hmm. Robinson and the Miracles were kind of my, they were nice. kind of my band, you know? Yeah. At that time, I really, I really liked it. I wasn't into the Beatles as much as everybody was, you know, mm-hmm. at that time. I liked them, but it wasn't like the, you know, when you go see a movie like Yesterday or something like that, you think that everybody in the world was just like insane, you know, about yeah, them at the that Beatles. time. But not, not quite that. And then uh, I can remember uh, I had a, I had a um, Sly Stone, you know, uh, album, nice. you know, the nice. and, it was Sly and Family Stone. It was, it, I wore that thing out when I was in college. Yeah. That one, and and then of course while I was there, Chicago came out with their first oh yeah uh, album too, and that was that was great. I loved loved Chicago. Blood, sweat, and tears were back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. that's good music. Remember, that's All really, that's yeah, good music. Yeah. Yeah, okay, what yeah, do you listen yeah. to nowadays? I mean, do you, are you staying current, or are you just always, you know, sort of going back to what you, you always love? You know, I, I became a big Luther Vandross fan later on. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so I like I like listening to songs. Oh, stuff I think like we Luther lost. Did we lose? lost Terry. You know why? Because he brought up Luther, and all we started thinking about was one shining moment at the end mm-hmm. of March no. Madness, and we all started weeping. Hey, Terry, you there? <laughs> I'm here. Are you He's gone. Can you hear me? He's gone. Hey. Uh, All right, we'll wait him. Thanks for being here, Terry. Yeah, Terry. Right. This is Terry Thomas, Thomas professor of biblical studies at uh, Geneva College. I mean, who knew? 1968, you're going to Grove City. You get a haircut, right, a, a, a buzz cut right away, and you're joining ROTC. Times have changed. I wonder so if he not- had a beard. Oh, I wonder if he did. Yeah, not for long if he did, right? I mean, that's He's had a beard since the day I met him. With the crew cut. Okay, we'll take a break, come back. Uh, we're going to talk about the businesses that are open uh, even in the midst of this. Most of them are probably takeout, um, that whole thing. So stay tuned for that conversation. Be back in a few minutes. With all that is going on today regarding the coronavirus, City Mission needs you now more than ever. City Mission has taken precautions to protect its vulnerable resident population. You can help. Any donations you believe will help during this time are greatly appreciated to continue to serve both City Mission residents and our community and keep City Mission doors open. For all the details, please visit citymission.org and please join City Mission in prayer to get through these challenging times. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, talks about timeshare cancellation. If I could help everybody that has been lied to when buying a timeshare, I would. But the honest truth is I can't. And those that are telling you 
that they can without knowing the specifics of your timeshare. Well, they're lying too. But if you were misled when buying a timeshare, if you were told your timeshare was a great investment or your maintenance fees would never go up, I might be able to help. Ten years ago, I was sued for millions of dollars by a timeshare giant in federal court with everything to lose. My home, my money, my kids' future. But I fought. I won because I fought for what was right, helping folks that have been lied to cancel their timeshare. Unfortunately, we can't help everyone, but I guarantee you if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-611-3113. 800-611-3113. 800-611-3113. Your teeth can't remote into the office or remain socially distant, and dental emergencies won't wait to flatten the curve. The good news While Stock Family Dentistry remains closed for routine care, they are open for emergencies, going above and beyond the norm to provide a safe, sanitary environment, pre-screening, and seeing only one patient in the office at a time. Stock Family Dentistry on Perry Highway in Wexford, where exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. At StockFamilyDentistry.com. There's a virus spreading across the country, but I'm not referring to the one you think. I'm talking about a different pandemic, the left's attack on free speech. But one film is fighting back. No Safe Spaces, featuring Salem Radio Network's Dennis Prager and comedian Adam Carolla. And now you can watch No Safe Spaces from the comfort of your home at NoSafeSpaces.com. Watch this film that Hollywood, Netflix, and the left doesn't want you to see. Go to NoSafeSpaces.com now. For over 20 years, Trinity Jewelers has helped us celebrate life's closest relationships. And while their store may be closed for now, they think it's worth remembering that in times like these, it's those relationships that keep us going. They remind us that this too will pass and to put our focus on the things that really matter. Our family, our friends, and a Savior who will never leave us nor forsake us. We're going to get through this together. The entire staff at Trinity Jewelers is looking forward to seeing you soon. Thanks for coming along. Streaming on Facebook on 101.5. And, of course, the Ride Home with John and Kathy here live on radio as well. So remember back in the days when the world was the world, and especially during Lent, uh, people here in the city of Pittsburgh would put together Lenten fish fry maps. So you could know what neighborhood, right, were hosting uh, fish fries. Heck, yeah. Well, um, a, a group called Allegheny Together, which is a really dynamic uh, unit here in the uh, city of Pittsburgh and across Allegheny County, has put together something similar about Pittsburgh businesses that are open. Hmm. And they break it down into restaurants and bars, retail, convenience and grocery stores, community services, health and medical services. And uh, if you would go to Allegheny Together, Uh, On the web, easy to find on Google. They've got a list, I mean, all over Western Pennsylvania. And it's no surprise, the preponderance of businesses that are open are takeout uh, restaurants. Sure. I mean, there's a lot of them that are open. But they also list, you know, the convenience stores and whatnot. And there's a few weird, odd gems among them as well, uh, deemed as necessary businesses. Yeah. You You know what? If you could post that on the Ride Home page, that'd be terrific, John. I'd like to take a look at that. Yeah. Anything on there that was a surprise to you? Uh, there's a couple of, well, what surprises me is some craft stores that are open. I mean, like Joanne Fabrics in some locations are still open. What? 
Yeah, I guess because of face masks or whatnot. Oh, okay. That could yeah, be. Yeah, that kind of thing, which I was sure. surprised to see. Mm-hmm. And of course, the big box stores, you know, um, Target's open, right? Uh, Lowe's, Home Depot, the home supply stores. But nothing that, you know, that's too weird. I mean, nothing kind of out of the ordinary. I mean, I can't imagine. My wife runs a retail business and she's getting phone calls. People, I, mean, I want to come in. Can I come in and, you know, I'll be out social distance. And she's like, no, just just wait. People are chomping at the bit. But yeah, we can post this on our Facebook page. Um, Allegheny Together creates a map of Pittsburgh businesses that are open across Western Pennsylvania. We'll take a break, come back, and uh, it's going to be a hour. It's going to be a great 5 o'clock hour. Makoto Fujimura is with us. Uh, he's a terrific contemporary artist, New York-based. We're going to talk to him about how artists are surviving in these days. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORD-FM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com. The Word FM mobile app by heart, tune in, and at radio.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Maryland Governor Larry Hogan says he expects the surging caseload of coronavirus patients to peak and start to decline soon in his state, a key turning point in plans to reopen that state's economy. In Texas, Republican Governor Greg Abbott has announced a slow reopening with orders that allow retail shops to sell items curbside, lets visitors return to state parks, and put doctors back in operating rooms. That's after they were banned for weeks from performing non-essential surgeries. In Florida, authorities are reopening public beaches for exercise, with safety and social distancing as the limiting conditions. On Wall Street, stocks finishing higher today. The Dow gained 704 points. The Nasdaq was up 117, and the S&P 500 was ahead 75. This is SRN News. Wow, how the world has changed in just a few short weeks. If there is one thing COVID-19 has taught us, is good hygiene. Wash your hands more often and wipe down frequently touched surfaces. Unfortunately, we also face another problem that has been around us since, well, time itself. Rodents. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free. Rodents usually carry diseases with them we do not want around us. Treating the problem the old-fashioned way with baits and traps only causes the problem to continue. Baits invite rodents in when you really should be trying to keep them out. So how do we keep them out? With plug-in pest-free, an electromagnetic device that utilizes the electrical wiring in your home to set up a no-go zone. Now that's fair dinkum. Look us up today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code PEST20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code PEST20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. We're all spending more time at home these days, but somehow the wind and the rain didn't get the memo about shelter in place. Hey, listen, there's some great news from Windows R Us Pittsburgh. They've been granted a waiver by the governor to handle any emergency repairs outside your home. If you've had damage to your roof, gutters, siding, or windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can still answer the call. And everything will be handled in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines to keep your family and their employees safe. You may be eligible for free repair or replacement with the area's premier exterior replacement company with over 50 years of home remodeling experience. Visit com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. For a no-pressure approach with no hidden fees and one of the fastest turnarounds in the industry, a company who will never skip down when it comes to honoring their warranty, 
windowsrspittsburgh.com. That's windowsrspittsburgh.com. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And Doug. Check it out, Limu. (laughs) Got a brand new motorcycle jacket and matching leather pants. Let's go for a ride and tell everyone that Liberty Mutual customizes their motorcycle insurance. So you only pay for what you need. Oh my gosh, this leather does not breathe well. You can't suffocate in leather, can you? Liberty, 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 Liberty. Get a customized quote at LibertyMutual.com. Pandemic, market drops, elections. Don't let the noise and fear distract you. Where do you go for clarity in uncertain times? For experienced advice on planning for retirement, tune in right here Saturday morning at 10 for Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane. Or call Accurate Solutions Group now for help navigating these unprecedented times. 412-515-3355. Investment advisory services are offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm. Tonight, occasional rain and drizzle, low 33. Sunshine tomorrow with a cool breeze, high 50. Tomorrow night, mainly clear, low 37. Sunday, considerable clouds, high 57. Monday, turning out mostly cloudy, high 56. Tuesday, cloudy, breezy, and cool with a couple of showers, high Tuesday, 52. With your accurate forecast, I'm Brian May. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along. The 5 o'clock hour of The Ride Home with John and Kathy on a Friday afternoon. We've decided to go casual for today's show. Usually, we're a little more dressed up. We do that every Friday. Yeah, but you know, now that people see us on video... It, and plus, I'm but they're surprised. They say, "Wow, those those two look like garbage." Look at that! Uh, I'm wearing uh, pajama bottoms, and I've got a hoodie on and a hat. Who are you representing on your shirt? Oh yeah, I'm representing an old friend of mine mm-hmm. who I've known and uh, used for decades. There it is. It's Cranix Bike Shop in the uh, Blo- uh, Bloomfield Lawrenceville area of the city of Pittsburgh. It's really nice. Cool. Yeah, Jerry Cranix. Uh, great guy. He sold the shop about a, a year or so ago, but the okay. shop is still in existence. It's an old-fashioned bike bicycle shop. Take your bike there and have it serviced. Terrific. I'm representing Buckos. Okay. Buckos. Okay. My, We're super uh, yinzer today with our sweatshirts. I like yeah, it. Feel good about it. Any course, resentment that I had about the pirates is long since gone. Yeah, I also have to wear a sweatshirt because I'm freezing in oh, my own home. Because it's, the window here. because it's April and it's like 35. It's a mess, isn't it? Yeah. It sure is. Hey, you know what? Is it too early for me to tell you both? No, it's never too early. Your weekend has begun. Oh, yeah. uh, yes. It's six minutes past the five o'clock hour on a Friday <laughs> afternoon. I mean, it's really not all right and well, but I mean, <laughs> God's world. So God's in control. All right. All right. Tell me a good story about a French fry. I beg you. Okay. Now, if you, you know, Kennywood's open. Nope, nope, mm-hmm. Kennywood, there's no plans. There's no EM remote plan to open Kennywood Park mm-hmm. at this moment. However, if you do go on the Kennywood Park website, they have a recipe on how to make your very own potato patch fries. And yes. it doesn't look like it's too hard. Now, Maggie Weaver, who writes for the Pittsburgh City Paper, she took Kennywood up on this experiment, the fry experiment, and she followed along. Uh, here's the deal. 
So Kenny the Kangaroo, the um, mascot, has been temporarily on hiatus because there's nothing going on. So he's, Kenny's traveling. Yes, yeah, right. Somewhere in Bolivia at this point. Uh, so Patchy, Patchy the Potato, Kenny Wood's newest mascot, has a video. And in the video posted by the park, uh, they show a follow along. Here's what you do, okay? okay. You uh, First two steps, you have to go out without a hitch. You uh, get your potatoes. You wash them in a does sink. Does it say what kind of potato? Um, in this article, it does not say what okay. kind of potatoes. What would you think? Would they be russet, russet potatoes? Probably I so. I would say russet. Uh, do you, have you made fries before, ever? Uh, I try not to fry very many things. Yeah, so you've never made fries? I've never made fries. Because I know people make fries, you know, like they like they soak their potatoes like overnight in fries, right? Really? Like fries or in water. Okay. Right, to sort of, uh, okay, so here's what they say. Um, she soaks the potatoes and then she cuts them up in, you know, sizes because the potato patch fries, is, the fries are a little thicker than it's a, a thicker fry. fry. Right. Um, she put them in the oven, uh, 380 degrees. It took her 40 minutes. Oh, wait. So, wait, she cooked them in the oven? Yes, because she did not have. So, Kennywood saying, and this is not, this is incorrect. Kennywood saying, use an air fryer. I mean, look, look at those poor people in the back of the potato patch fry. They are covered in grease. Right. They're not using an air fryer. Okay, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mike, you have an air fryer, don't you? I sure do. I love it. Do you? What? what I don't understand what that is. It doesn't work that well, does it? No, it wor- it works great, great. It's fantastic. You don't obviously you don't need any oil. It's that's why it's called an air fryer. No, no, no. Um, but so what? How how does it work? So there's there's settings on there that you, there's actually a fry setting. It's like a like a microwave that has a popcorn setting. Really? Okay. So what? So it's shooting hot air at the food, and that's mimicking frying. I guess so. I mean, I don't oh, I don't know this this science science part of it but it, there's have you made fries yeah, oh yeah i i've made fries i've made um are they I've, good oh they're fantastic i've i've also made a, a fried uh shrimp the fried oh. shrimp was amazing mm. um but I, i'm excited to try out the uh this these uh the Kennywood, these fries. yeah okay now okay, i gotta sorry i gotta ask you this do you throw vinegar on your fries, on your fries? oh I'd, I'd happily do that it's because i pollute mine with vinegar. With vinegar. It's that's good. Yeah. Wait, what kind of it like malt vinegar? Yes, yeah. malt vinegar. Just mm-hmm. smother it. It's basically really? like a soup of, of uh vinegar and fries. <laughs> I gotta have vinegar with my fries. I just have to. Wait, All right. But when you do potato patch fries, are you doing yeah. cheese and bacon? Absolutely. Absolutely. The cheese is a little Too mucky. Much. Yeah, so they talk about it here. He in this article from Maggie Weaver from the Pittsburgh City Paper, she's melting on her stovetop a block of Velveeta. Mm-hmm. Melting it down and then pouring them over her fries. <laughs> wow! Velveeta, Velveeta okay. Is <laughs> when we grew up, we didn't even have Velveeta. We had we had uh, generic blocks of cheese. Remember that? You don't remember the that? Generic pasteurized processed cheese food. Mm-hmm. They were in a black and white container. I mean, it was as basic as basic. Okay. Now, if I didn't care about health or anything yeah. whatsoever, or mm-hmm. was not disturbed by artificial food, I yeah. would eat Velveeta in a hot second really? right now because yeah. I thought it was delicious. Really? But I mean, the fact that it's called pasteurized processed cheese food yeah. should let us know that there's not a whole lot natural happening in there. Right. When I was in college and I had a few extra bucks, my like go-to treat was a box of Triscuits, a stick of pepperoni, and a jar of cheese whiz. <laughs> <laughs> to sad. me, that was high living. Was oh, that, that organic? Was that organic? 
That was high living. No, it wasn't. No, no. Actually, I took it, it to a to a girlfriend's house one time, and the mother commented, "Well, this is very this is very interesting, John. Thanks for stopping by." <laughs> and then she showed me the door. Exactly. After you <laughs> left, she was like, "You know what? Aim higher, honey. Don't bring that yinzer in ever again, my friend." <laughs> Wait a second. So where where can I find the uh, the article to this? Because I, I really want to paper. What is it called? It's Pittsburgh City Paper. Pittsburgh uh, City, City Paper. Paper. Pittsburgh PGH City Paper dot com. You can make uh, Kennywood famous potato fries at home, but should you? Because yeah. Maggie Weaver said that after she went through the whole process, um, it was not really Kennywood fries. Oh, it didn't taste course. the same. Well, look, they're they're frying them in like a thousand degree oil, right? As opposed to an air fryer. How? What's the difference there? Gigantic. I watched a show last night. Yeah, I'm obsessed right now with tr- with travel documentaries mm-hmm. because I can't go anywhere and haven't no. been out of my house since Tuesday. Yeah, I learned that French fries were developed in Belgium and not France. Did you know yeah, that? I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aren't you glad I'm on the show so that I Thank can you let so you much. in on these things? Fun facts from <laughs> Kathy Emmons: This or that? I thought they. I thought- why, why are they not Belgian fries? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember what, what was going on that we were mad at the French one time, and we were we, we made them it's happened into, several times. We made them into American fries. We, no one was going to eat French fries anymore. Remember that? Oh, whole that's period? right. We did have a problem with right. France. We we're going to do. We're, we'll do American fries. But wait a right, second. I, I thought French fries were made in were made in Greece. Greece. Oh, get it. <laughs> oh my gosh! This comedy moment brought to you by no one. <laughs> Because it wasn't funny. Yeah, no, it really wasn't. Yeah, just saying. Coming up next, we're very excited and honored to have Makoto Fujimura with us. Uh, he's a contemporary artist, curator, writer, founder of the International Arts Movement. We'll be talking to him. Is he in New York today, John? Uh, I do not know. New York or California, one of the two. He's right. smart. He's in California. Right? All right, exactly. Anyway, we're going to talk about keeping art alive. Artists struggling to stay afloat. 101.5 WORD gives you the chance to show an act of kindness that could pay off for you, too. Just a little more kindness. Enter the Kindness Challenge for the chance to win $5,000 for you and 5000 for a worthy organization. Just a lot more kindness, I think. Enter once each day through the end of April. Get bonus entries for completing individual acts of kindness, plus lots of other ways to increase your chances of winning. Be kind to others and to yourself. Be a little more kind to each other. Enter the Kindness Challenge. Challenge now at wordfm.com slash kindness. As a business owner, you're in a difficult position today. Stay-at-home regulations, social distancing, and in some cases, extreme limitations on our individual liberties have caused small and medium businesses to question whether marketing during this time is the right thing to do. You're asking a lot of questions, and you're getting few, if any, answers. Salem Surround is here to help business owners during these challenging times. We're sponsoring free webinars April 22nd and 24th, featuring nationally known marketing and advertising experts Burrell & Associates, named in the top 2% of worldwide consultants by Gerson Lehrman Group. They'll discuss how to manage marketing in times of crisis and examples of how some businesses actually thrive in difficult times. Attend virtually to hear some factual data on what you can do to keep your business top of mind, relevant, and vital to customers today. Two free seminars are offered each day, April 22nd or 24th, and limited space is available. For times and to sign up, go to SalemSurround.com. Salem Surround. 
www.eandkexcavation.com. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. You know those rare times in your life when you put something in your mouth and you expect one thing and then it turns into something that's lifted, that's beautiful, that sort of defies description. It's only happened a few times, but this happened to me one time when I went to the spring house and I opened up a container of spring house chocolate milk and I thought I had been transported into the heavenly realm. Well, Marcia from the Spring House is with us to talk exactly about the milk at the Spring House. Hey, Marsh, how are you doing with the pandemic? Hey. Not too good. She did not want to talk to me. She's had it. John, said, I can hey, talk Johnny. to you. About, I can talk to you about milk if you want to. <laughs> Remember when you were a kid and you were in grade school and you got those little containers of milk? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love. Oh. But here's oh. the thing. Nope, it what it wasn't until and I mean this. It wasn't until I went to the spring house and tasted like really fresh milk. Real I don't milk. think I'd ever had that in my life. Yeah, exactly. It is. It is a whole world apart. It is a different animal. Yeah, Marcia from the spring house. Hey, Marcia, with us. I lost you for a second there. Nice to hear your voices. Just nice good to, to hear, hear your, your voice, voice too, Marcia. Marsh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we've been hearing a lot of stories about uh, people, you know, have an excess of milk. But the spring house, because you're local, you're still feeding us with your, your local cows. Things are, things are better there at the spring house, are they not? We, we are. The cows do not care that pandemic. They continue to make oodles and oodles of milk. So we are doing a special price on our white milk. We're doing all three, you know, whole 2% and skim of white milk for two ninety five a gallon. As long wow. as we can keep up, we're going to do this because we don't want to we don't want to waste any milk. We're actually giving 100 gallons a week to the um, food bank, and we want to give our customers a special price because while we have this lots of milk and it's a hard time for everybody right now, we want to treat everybody to a special price. And, and once they taste it, it's hard to go back. <laughs> You've got that. Uh, Marcia, there's something about it. Do you ever – I'm sure you're, you and your brothers talk about it. What makes the Springhouse milk different? Because clearly it is. It's incredible. It is, and I think it's that the milk that came out of the cow this morning is being pasteurized and homogenized and bottled today. So what they're, what they're making the chocolate milk right now, so the chocolate milk that they're making today came out of the cow this morning. So like I wow. said to one customer, he had a giant cart full of milk, and I said, how long is this milk going to last for you? And he said, well, this is mine. There's just me. These two are mine, and these six are my neighbors. This will probably last my neighbors like three or four days, but this will last me two weeks. And I know when I get spring house milk, it will last at least two weeks. And that's oh, the freshness. Outstanding. Yeah. Okay, Marcia. So you still open the spring house is open for takeout as well, right? Yep, takeout. We have take and bake packages online and we have um, we still have the buffet open so people can come and choose and then of course take it home. We're doing car hop in the parking lot. People are calling in from the parking lot, we're taking things out. We're just trying to help people. We're doing delivery service within ten miles, so we're just trying to help everybody get through this, and we're so blessed with so many people thanking us for being open, and we're thankful to be open. Fabulous. Okay, Marsh, give us the phone number for the Springhouse. People want to call and uh, get something to go. Sure. sure. 
Uh, it's uh, 724-228-3339, or you can check us out online and see what all we've going on, going on at springhousemarket.com. Very nice. Hey, do yourself a favor. Stop on by, get something great to eat, and also grab a few gallons of that incredible springhouse milk. Thanks, guys. Boy, it's an honor for us today to be talking to Makoto Fujimura. And let me break in and say that if you're listening to the program, we welcome you on Terrestrial Radio. But if you're following us also, or if you'd like to, on Facebook and watch the show stream, we can be found at 101.5 Word FM or The Ride Home with John and Kathy. And let's get back to our guest. Makoto Fujimura is a contemporary artist, curator, writer, and founder of the International Arts Movement. The International Arts Movement was founded in 1990, and it's an arts advocacy organization that wrestles with the deep questions of art, of faith, and of humanity. We'll be talking to Makoto about that and much more, but right now, let's welcome him in. Makoto, welcome to the program. Oh, it's great to be here. Makoto, it's our our pleasure to speak with you. You know, uh, even in the best of times, when uh, the economy is booming, it is a difficult life to be an artist, whether it's a performance artist, a writer, a painter, you name it. It's hard to make a living. And now with the pandemic, of course, um, so many people who make their living as artists, those livings have been wiped out. But you've done something to honor a friend, and you're helping uh, artists at the same time. Please tell us those details. Yes, and you're absolutely right. And uh, this uh, COVID-19 pandemic has hit, especially performance artists, very hard. Yes. Um, friend of, a friend of mine, Gia Kim, she teaches at Juilliard. She's a world-class cellist. Um, uh, and, and when Juilliard was shut down, <clears throat> she could not pay her rent anymore. And, you know, these people um, uh, are very living month to month, really, even though they may play in Carnegie Halls and uh, many of the Broadway actors uh, are very vulnerable as well. So um, and we I have been thinking a a lot about them. And I talked to my board of International Arts Movement uh, to see if we can create a micro granting system, at least to help a little bit. And then uh, we heard the sad news from my friend, Terry Teachout, who is a Wall Street Journal theater critic uh, that I had gotten to know when I was on the National Council on the Arts um, mm-hmm. under, under President Bush. And uh, um, his wife, Hillary, who he had met around the time we, we got to know each other, um, uh, no, they, they got married knowing that she had a severe uh, pulmonary situation, um, and doctors gave her five years to live, and she ended up living 15 years, and um, plus uh, she was um, um, on the list to receive a double lung transplant, and um, and she received a good word that uh, there was a transplant available. Uh, she went to the hospital, but, you know, uh, she did not make it, and it was right during the COVID crisis. And um, one of the last things that she said was, you know, this respirator is needed by other people too. Um, And it it just reminded me of uh, so much, so much fragility of our lives. And um, so I endeavored to, uh, you know, as I was praying for Terry, it just occurred to me that these two 
touch points uh, crisis at hand and, and people's needs match up. And I asked Terry, would, would it be okay to use Hillary's name um, to honor her at this time? And mm-hmm. he um, was delighted by that. And, um, and he has a very large network. And when I posted it, um, it was simple micro grant, um, you know, our board had raised $5,000. And so we can give a grant for five hundred dollars to you know a few artists and um and then he he posted it uh, on his network and um uh, immediately the this went viral um really indicating how much need there is um but also people responded with donations and uh right now the applications do not match the donations so we're asking people to consider uh, going to our website, imculturecare.com, and uh, donating. Um, but but it's it's really uh, um, for me an encouraging thing that people are responding so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. We're talking to contemporary artist, curator, and writer Makoto Fujimura. Uh, the website he's speaking of, imculturecare.com, and you can make mm-hmm. your donation there. Makoto, can you talk about what we miss as a culture when our artists aren't producing the art? Right. Well, we realize at such a time as this, when things, we are stripped of things, how important art and music and theater yes. is. You know, we hear about Holocaust survivors saying if they didn't have humor and theater, they would not have survived. You know, so we, we need more than food and shelter. We, we need uh, a spirit to be kept alive with uh, a certain kind of hope. Um, and, and, and art and theater music, uh, all of the arts really, uh, provide that way for us to be fully human. And, you know, for, uh, you know, as I am a photo of Christ, I, I really, it's important to me that, you know, uh, that my faith is connected with actual, um, tangible reality. Um, of, you know, as, as human beings, I, I believe that my faith makes me, um, uh, this, you know, connected to heaven, right? The earth is connected to heaven. And, and so I want, you know, I, and music and art, whether it's practiced by artists, uh, who are, you know, Christians or not, um, they, they, they bring beauty and, and goodness into the world. And um, it, it's a way for us to understand ourselves better. And, and I think in, in when we are slowed down or stripped of things as we are now, it's even more important. Music becomes a lifeline for a lot of people who are, you know, isolated, quarantined at home. Yes. Um, and it turns out that many of artists, many of great art of the world, including Shakespeare writing you know, during, during the Black Plague or, you know, Hemingway in experiencing front lines or C.S. Lewis and Gerald Tolkien, um, literally out of their uh, war experience writing these indelible works of, you know, literature and, and uh, giving us hope in, in a time like this. Yes. Yes. So, Makoto, uh, with you as a visual artist, you're a painter. So over these past uh, month or six weeks or so, when you put your paint on canvas, have you seen a change in how you have that relationship with the canvas, uh, with the overlay of what's happening around the world? Well, that, that's a great question, and I, I, I hope so. My intuition always works ahead of me, so sometimes I cannot articulate at the time, you know, I'm doing it. 
But I, I have been, actually what I've done is I began to post live on a YouTube channel, um, which I had for a while, but I never used. And um, I, I thought, well, you know, it might be encouraging to pe- for people to see me creating beauty. Mm, um, yeah. So so I began to post these um, just short clips of me working and talking about my work. And then that became a... Uh, kind of a series on meditations on uh, time and how art can literally help people um, think through, you know, uh, both being self-isolated and uh, because artists are, so, you know, introverts, so we are self-isolating ourselves all the time. And, and but you know, this, this kind of way of paying at, being at, uh, attentive to, to the world um, and, and thinking through, you know, slowing things down and thinking through that that's what I'm good at. That's what I'm gifted at. So I can share with people how that leads to creating beauty and how we, all of us, whether you're artists or not, uh, makers, uh, we are created to be creative and we need to uh, focus on that today in order to find, uh, you know, ourselves and, and be able to speak into our time. Well, that's mm-hmm. fabulous. So one step further beyond that, then, Makoto, uh, as you create, and of course, not to over-spiritualize this, but of course, we do need to spiritualize it because you're a believer mm-hmm. in Jesus Christ. As you mm-hmm. create and you're in the process of creation, wh- what is mm-hmm. that like for you? I mean, are you talking yeah. to God sometimes while you're painting? Are you praying? What is that process like, you know, the creative process with the spiritual process? Yeah, to me, the studio is the most sacred place. Um, it's the place where I feel closest to God. And the Spirit literally speaks to me through my paintings, through the process of making, and um, surprises me at times how much... Uh, and, 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 uh, and my next book is called Theology of Making. Uh, it's coming out uh, early next year. But the whole idea of that book is to observe that the scripture and God is is the artist, you know, God, um, and and the Bible makes most sense uh, if you read it that way. Um, and I I find myself thinking about you know especially today how important it is for, for us Christians to understand that God is creating something beautiful uh even through this time uh we may not understand that um or you know is struggling to to go through uh you know at, at such a time as this but um from from an artist's perspective things look a little bit different because you you can see the vista of hope and in, in in you know even if it's a glimpse uh into the future or you hear music, uh, what the medievalists uh, called the music of the spheres. You know, the angels mm. are singing. We just can't hear them anymore. Um, and maybe by paying attention to our hearts and paying attention to the world and nature, um, we might start to uh, open our senses up again and to hear um, so the, the choirs of angels singing, uh, and that—that's what Bach did. That's what Beethoven did. Um, so many composers have expressed that that we're not really composing, but we're just dic- being dictated upon, and we're writing down what we hear. 
So, you know, that, that, that's the experience that artists can bring. That's Makoto Fujimura. Makoto and his international arts movement have launched the Hillary Teachout Grant, an emergency relief grant for performing and other artists, named after the wife of Wall Street Journal film critic Terry Teachout's beloved wife, Hillary, who just died on March 31st in New York City of COVID-19. Makoto, only one minute left. Can you just tell us again how people can apply for the grant and contribute toward it? Yes, we have a donate donate page on imculturecare.com, and anybody can donate. Um, even ten dollars will help. But if you give a thousand dollars, you get in in the lottery for uh, to receive all my paintings. Mm. So um, you know that that's an opportunity. We need a lot of those donations to come in uh, to help artists. If you give a thousand, that means you can help two artists with a five hundred dollar grant. So um, it's it's very important that everybody participates. But but even ten dollars help and artists contributing their works so it can be shared will also be also be helpful. Wonderful. And and Makoto, go back to your YouTube channel again. Of course, this is radio, but if people want to see your work, they can go to YouTube. Yes. Yes. Just look up my name, uh, Makoto Fujimura, and uh, you you'll find me there every day painting in my studio and sharing about it. (laughs) Oh, that is wonderful. Makoto, thanks for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Same here. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so look up Makoto Fujimura on YouTube and watch him create beautiful, beautiful things on a daily basis. And to make your donation, IamCultureCare.com. We'll be right back in a little bit. The Week in Review is coming up later this hour. This is John Samick. I'm the owner of Service Master Greater Pittsburgh. We are not only a local Pittsburgh business, but friends and neighbors as well. Please take the recommended social precautions and we'll all get through this together. I'm John Samick, owner of Service Master Greater Pittsburgh. I wanted to let our Pittsburgh family know that we are still providing emergency services for property that's been damaged by water, fire, and smoke. We're here when you need us. Service Master. Over these many months, you've heard Kathy and I sing the praises of Grove City College. We do so because both Kathy and I have children attending Grove City. We write the checks. We're part of the community. We know firsthand about the excellence of Grove City. I do believe that the education there is excellent and the uh, interactions I've had with professors, with the university administration, and just the experience of my kid. I mean, it's just been wonderful for our family to see her develop in a place that's committed not just to her education, but also to cultivating her calling in life. She feels like she's getting an individual approach while at the same time being a part of a great university environment. And that's it. You've seen your child develop. They walk in as a young freshman Four years later, they're going to come out as a fully formed, functioning adult with a really strong theological background, great friends that last a lifetime. To me, that's the essence of what a quality education is when your child goes to college. So if you're thinking about college for your child, we'd highly recommend you make a visit to Grove City College. It's a beautiful old campus Mm -hmm. surrounded by so many wonderful things. Make sure that your child puts that on their list as they go about looking at higher education. Grove City College. Look at it online at gcc.edu. Stop by for a visit and say, hey, John and Kathy sent me. That's Grove City College. Hey, this is Laura Story. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular week-long Alaska cruise? 
After you prepare your heart with worship led by Michael O'Brien and myself, Alistair Begg will be sharing from God's Word, and together we will renew our vision, purpose, and connection with Christ. We'll let Scripture steer our hearts as we explore God's eternal truths together. Salem Media Group presents the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise, August 30th through September 6th, 2020. Get more details at wordfm.com slash Alaska. Why should young people care about the spread of coronavirus? Well, we know that people with underlying medical conditions over the age of 60 are at highest risk, but they've got to get it from somebody. So we're asking everyone to be selfless for others so that we can protect those who are most susceptible. Not going to bars, not going to restaurants. It all just means physical separation so that you have a space between you and others. For more information on how you can social distance, please go to coronavirus.gov. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at Radio.com. Tonight, occasional rain and drizzle, low 33. Sunshine tomorrow with a cool breeze, high 50. Tomorrow night, mainly clear, low 37. Sunday, considerable clouds, high 57. Monday, turning out mostly cloudy, high 56. Tuesday, cloudy, breezy, and cool with a couple of showers. High Tuesday, 52. With your accurate forecast, I'm Brian May. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. Every week we look back and we talk about the things that we've watched the things that we've eaten, the things that made us happy, the things that have hacked us off. And uh, this is it. The weekend review right now, it's going on. Kath, mm-hmm. you want to go? Want me to go? Well, I just want to say, John, that I'm having trouble remembering what day it is. Do you, are you having that issue? Um, well, I know it's Friday. Uh, I look forward to Fridays, even but, still, right? But our, I'm hearing this with people who are staying at home is that they're kind of losing track of what day it is. I could see why. And by right. the week in review, I'm saying it's good for me. It helps me to recalibrate, kind of look <laughs> back and say, okay, we have been through another seven days of this. So we're yes, good. Yes. Wait, just a little sidebar. How have you been sleeping? Like a rock. Yes. Yes. My wife like and I had that rock. conversation today. Like, mm-hmm. boom, we're out. Like lights out. I know. Very, very I feel nice. really good about it. Me too. Very okay. good about it. And are you staying up later? Oh, yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. I was up till 1.30 the other night. I couldn't wow. tell you the time I was up at 1.30. Wow. 1.30, I'm hanging out. I'm like, what's going on? I'm very yeah. productive at that time of night. I feel good very about nice. it. Anyway, okay, so let's start it out. Mike, here's with number one. What was everyone talking about this week? <laughs> Duh. Okay, but along with the coronavirus, which we're all talking about, I think the new wrinkle was, when do we open, right? right? Mm-hmm. When do we open? And of course, <laughs> you know, you don't get us started because that's a lot of political wrinkles there. I, I just think, let's just wait. Let's just see what happens, right? You in a big hurry to open up, Kath? Well, I want to get the heck out of my house and I want to go back to restaurants and resume normal live? life and see my kids happy in school again and all of sure. that. But I don't want to do it at the cost of somebody's life. I don't yeah, know how you decide that. Yeah. I, I just, I'm, I'm relying on minds that are bigger and better than mine. Yeah. This time next month, maybe we'll know, right? Okay. But, you know, at least for the foreseeable future. To me, that was, every, was that you? Everyone's yes, talking about coronavirus. that's what everybody's talking about. Yeah, yeah. of course. All right. I think All it right. is. Number two. Next. What was a conversation that made you think? Well, yesterday we had a conversation with uh, Pastor Eric Andre about online communion. 
Mm-hmm. And I think it's a fascinating thing to think how people approach communion and how some people desperately want communion so bad that their their pastor or their priest is willing to open up a video screen and bless some grape juice and a saltine cracker and call that communion. Mm-hmm. To me, that's not communion. Right. So I appreciated the conversation that we had with Eric about it. Yeah. I think it was a it was a really balanced conversation with some very odd theological questions. Yeah, I thought it was as well. Uh, the one I picked was our conversation Tuesday at 510 with um, Robert Hutchinson. He wrote a book on Abraham Lincoln. That was the anniversary of the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And he told us all sorts of things I didn't know, but chief of which I I can't believe that John Wilkes Booth was from an abolitionist family. How about that? Yeah. I mean, these people were like, you would call them political progressives today, wouldn't you not? Well, well, I don't know what you'd call them, but you certainly, they were against slavery and they were big supporters of the president. Yeah. They were union supporters. All of that. To think of that someone as famous as John Wilkes Booth, you know, such a contemporary heartthrob actor would turn away from the perspective of everybody in his family and walk in there and shoot Abraham Lincoln. I mean, it's just... I was just amazed. But amazed. he thought he was going to be a hero and shocked when he wasn't, right? Right. When he when he didn't get the adulation he was expecting, he was like, what? What? Wait, I what? thought I was going to be a How could hero. he have thought? <laughs> I don't know. One anyway, word. Anyway, I, th- I thought that that was a very interesting mm-hmm. conversation. That's yeah. what made me think. All right, Mike, hit us with three. What did you eat? Yes. What did you eat, Kath? Mm-hmm. Uh, anything mm-hmm. top of mind you kind of go, yeah. this was fabulous? First thing at top of mind is uh, I made, you know, it's been so cold and so damp and just exactly what you don't want out of April. Plus, we're all stuck inside. Anyway, I made sweet potato and butternut squash soup. Oh, oh, that sounds pretty good. You know, I hate to brag, but this is a moment. Really? I just have to. It was fabulous. Sweet potato. I'm making it again squash. next week. It was very, very yum. Nice. Excellent. John, you? Uh, well, we, like a lot of people had an unusual, uh, Easter feast Mm -hmm. and my wife for years before we had kids, she used to make this killer meatloaf. Mm. So she made meatloaf a la Rhonda, Mm. which included sauteed shallots, peppers, garlic, Kalamata, um, olives, Parmesan, basil, oregano, and a log of mozzarella cheese in the middle. It crushed it. And then We've had it for leftovers a couple of times, which gonna, only multiplies the deliciousness of it. Are you going to dip that in ketchup? Oh, oh you know what? Two, once I had it with, with once I had it without, mm-hmm. with thumbs of up. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. That Good is stuff. the right, that is the right choice. Mike, next. What did you watch? Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with travel shows. Are you though? Yeah. So I'll go and watch a 15 minute thing on traveling to Belgium. Mm. Or last night I watched uh, Dubrovnik, hmm. or or vacationing in Finland. Oh, nice. I mean, I, I'm I'm doing like four or five a night, John. Oh, that's cool. Very cool. Okay, my wife and I are watching this really cool series on Prime called Tales from the Loop. What is that about? It's fabulous. Listen, it's sci-fi. It's set in a little town in Ohio, and it's kind of like the Twilight Zone. In that they're, you know, every episode could stand on its own, but they also have some interlocking characters as well. And it's really beautifully done. There's a lot of, oh, I'm sorry. There's a lot of humanity in this whole thing. And I loved it. I think they're already talking about season two. We've only watched uh, three episodes. They're an hour each. 
but it's really worth a look. Please check this out. Tales from the Loop. All right. Yeah. That's terrific. Or watch your favorite travel show. Oh, wait. I've also been watching on my own broad church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite series of yeah. all time. You, you've been talking about that forever. And I was like, oh, I'm going to check that out. So again, I'm only like three episodes in. Olivia Coleman. Oh, that's David great. Tennant. Mm-hmm. Is it blowing your mind? I love it so much. There's so much pathos. It's so much heartache, yep. heartbreak, and beauty in that show. Yep. Excellent choice. Okay, Mike, five. What hacked you off? All right. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Okay. And this is not going to make people happy. Oh, no. You're going to make not. people mad. I can't I wait. Am, I am. Listen, the president earlier on this week said, I'm in total authority. All right. I'm total authority about reopening. And then a couple of days later, you know, he went back and said, yeah, I'm going to give this to the states. Today, I wake up this morning. The president is tweeted like 11 times by the time I've woken up and he's going liberate Virginia, liberate Minnesota, liberate Michigan. Look, I'm a supporter of the president. I am in the president's corner, but don't tweet so much. You destroy your power. You minimize things. Just lead by example and be a stand-up guy. Stop the tweeting, President, please. You're hurting us. You want to know what hacked me off? What? It's a little bit of a different take on the exact same thing, which is I, I'm losing my mind over people who are sick of being at home and are directing their anger at quarantine to their elected officials. I don't understand why people are blaming either your governor or your president or whatever for the circumstances you're in. Look, none of us want to be in this circumstance. Your governor of your state is not out to get you. Now, there are governors that are overstepping. I get that. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm not saying we shouldn't be aware of that. And we should be always looking for a government that is overstepping their back. I get that. Okay. But this is not a moment where government is trying to crack down on you because they're power hungry. We're all afraid. Yeah. So just back up your criticism for a hot second and realize that people who are in authority, your principal, your superintendent, your mayor, your governor, your president, whoever it is, they're doing the best that they can. So like you said, John, what the president has said on Twitter is not helpful, but I'm also not going to go on Twitter and start tearing him apart because you know what? I'm glad I'm not him. Me too. I don't want to be in that position. There are a lot that this, I was going to say there are a lot of difficulties. Well, that's an understatement. All we have around us are difficulties and there's no clear map forward. These are uncharted waters. So just treat one another with gentleness and mercy. I'm into that. Very nice. Well said, Kathy. Thank Good you. Great. Michael, Last one, forward. Mike. What was the best news you heard this week? John. Okay, there's a lot of good news out there, right? In the midst of this pandemic, people are stepping up. You hear really wonderful, great stories, altruistic stories of people. I love this story. Uh, The head writer for SNL. Now, look, I've not watched Saturday Night Live for decades, but I know enough, you know, of the show, looking at it in little clips and whatnot to know who the principals are. There's a guy named Michael Chi. He's the head writer. He does, I think, sometimes the weekend update. I I get Anyway, his grandma died this past week of COVID-19. She lived in a high-rise in New York City with 164 other apartments. Michael Chi went in there and paid everyone's rent for the month of April. 164 people's rent. Oh, That's my fabulous. gosh. 
take some pressure off somebody for a month. So that's that a beautiful story. Yes. People do wonderful things, right? Oh my gosh. That's excellent. What do you got? Okay. Yeah. Listen to this. So this is about Loki, the Rottweiler. Mm -hmm. Loki, the Rottweiler and his owner, Caroline Benzel. Now they were familiar faces before any of this COVID thing happened at the university of Maryland school of medicine in Baltimore. Since Loki had such a friendly reputation with the hospital staffers and patients, he and his owner would visit the hospital, cheer up the residents. They spent three days a week. there, just saying hi and, you know, bringing some, bringing some doggy cheer. But because Caroline Benzel, his owner is a second year medical student. She was pulled out of school and off of the hospital front lines after the outbreak of the the disease. But rather than spending her time in quarantine twiddling her thumbs beside her therapy dog, she began thinking up new ways to help the hospital and its community. So Benzel and Loki started using FaceTime conversations to offer virtual comfort comfort and relief to both patients and staffers. But it. she eventually found the inspiration for her new passion project after she noticed the physical toll the protective medical gear was do, was taking on people who worked in hospitals, right? Since doctors and nurses have been forced to wear gloves and masks around the clock, many of them have been developing rashes and skin irritation. I don't know if you've read all this online from the constant friction. So the dog and his owner took to the internet and started asking their social media followers for donations to make, quote, hero healing kits, asking people to send in little bits of skin lotion, boxes of tea, baby powder, chapstick or blistex, chewing gum, moisturizer for healthcare workers. So far, they have raised 1,400 total kits but they're almost up. They have 1,600 incompletes where they have to like stick a couple tea bags in and like a couple oh, moisturizers sure. like people didn't put the whole thing in. But she said the donations keep coming in. So people love the dog. People love that the dog and the owner are doing it together. And it's something that people just haven't thought of up to this point. People think, oh, well, everybody just needs a mask and gloves, which they do, yeah. but they also need something further. And this is just such a kind-hearted thing for a woman to think of who's stuck at home with her dog. Fabulous. That's good news. Okay. That's the week in review. Um, maybe you should do this at home tonight around your yeah. family, right? Sort of uh, open up the week and see what was good, bad, and otherwise just to make it through the pandemic. We'll be back in a few minutes. Stick around. And that's John and Kathy's Week in Review. WORD. At home, at work, or when home is work. We're here with the information, teaching, conversation, music, inspiration, and hope you need right now. Use your smart speaker to connect to Pittsburgh Station sharing the word that changes the world. Okay. Find us at The Word Pittsburgh, 101.5 WORD. There's a virus spreading across the country, but I'm not referring to the one you think. I'm talking about a different pandemic, the left's attack on free speech. But one film is fighting back. No Safe Spaces, featuring Salem Radio Network's Dennis Prager and comedian Adam Carolla. And now you can watch No Safe Spaces from the comfort of your home at nosafespaces.com. Watch this film that Hollywood, Netflix, and the left doesn't want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com now. In business today, being ready is more challenging than ever. As you work to keep your doors open and employees and customers protected, Cintas is here to help. Our trucks can deliver essential supplies like soap, microfiber towels, disposable gloves, paper towels, toilet tissue, and safety glasses. We can even sanitize your restrooms. 
will serve you with the speed and dedication you need. Learn how Cintas can help your business stay ready at Cintas.com. With all that is going on today regarding the coronavirus, City Mission needs you now more than ever. City Mission has taken precautions to protect its vulnerable resident population. You can help. Any donations you believe will help during this time are greatly appreciated to continue to serve both City Mission residents and our community and keep City Mission doors open. For all the details, please visit citymission.org and please join City Mission in prayer to get through these challenging times. Spending more time inside? J&D Waterproofing can help you breathe a little easier. Protect your family, friends, and pets from mold, dampness, and other unhealthy elements. For over 80 years, J&D has been making Pittsburgh basements very dry and improving indoor air quality with solutions like the Easy Breathe System. Eliminate unhealthy mold and allergy-causing moisture without filters or reservoirs while using less energy than a 40-watt light bulb. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY or visit jdwaterproofing.com. Washington County parents, you have a choice in your child's education. For nearly 40 years, Central Christian Academy in Houston is where pre-K through 8th grade students receive the comprehensive education they need to become top of the class. Learn more at ccaschool.com. If the coronavirus has taught us anything, it's how interconnected we all really are. That everyone is essential. And when the storm clouds pass, and they will, the time for rebuilding will begin. We can all help by supporting the essential life-sustaining businesses, farms, restaurants, and stores that make America great. United we stand. Together we rise. A message from Salem Media Group in this station. When I was a kid, we get most of our vegetables from cans. That's just how you know, my mother, you know, prepared meals for nine of us every night. Yeah. So I remember like, you know, having like spinach, fresh spinach the first time in my life. And I was like, the heck is this? This is spinach. <laughs> I remember canned spinach. That was such a, I mean, even you know, I had only, you know, one kid in my family growing up and we still had canned spinach. Yeah. I like canned spinach, yeah. quite, honestly, right? There's something kind of weird about it, but it, 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 I don't know. Plus I feel like Popeye. I don't think it has much nutrient by that point, does it? I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't. Anyway, um, there's a new cookbook out called Take One, 80 Delicious Meals from the Pantry, which means in this cookbook that virtually everything from those recipes, from your entree every night, comes from a can. No. Yes. Okay. So she says this. Um, uh, the cookbook author is a woman by the name of Lola Mullane. And she says she's been cooking a lot from her cupboard lately. She hasn't bought any fresh meat or fish. I get one vegetable delivery a week, and then I just use what's in my store cupboard in vegetables. So she does a lot of um, pulse-based dishes. I'm not quite sure what that means. Like in a, like in a food processor? I guess so. Tomatoey, chickpea, stew. Okay. All right. Um, she also uses, you know, things like, uh, um, you know, uh, chickpeas and uh, a crab meat. And she makes mm. things like that. So it's really basic stuff that if you've got, to be honest, Kath, do you have stuff like, um, like crab in your, in your store cupboard or yes. do you have salmon? Course, I have crab. Things like that. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, to be honest with you, I got it for Christmas because I make a Christmas bisque with it yeah. and I still have two cans left over. I don't know what to do with it. Really? Okay. Well, I don't normally cook with it. So how do you make your canned goods taste night, take like a, a nighttime elegant? This is the place to go. No, wait, wait, what do you, what do you, night out elegant? You're going to make my canned goods taste night out elegant? Yeah, take really? one can, 80 delicious meals from the pantry. It's a doable thing. Okay, I believe yeah. you. Okay. 
Take a break. Be back in a few minutes. Stick around. Are you on a credit card treadmill, paying high interest rates and only making minimum payments? The credit card companies love keeping you on their treadmill, going faster and faster and getting nowhere. It's time to call National Debt Relief. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, consolidation loans, medical bills, or collection accounts, National Debt Relief may be able to resolve your debt for a fraction of what you owe, with no need for bankruptcy or a consolidation loan. National Debt Relief has resolved more than $3 billion of debt and has helped over 100000 clients get off the credit card treadmill. Get off the credit card treadmill and get on the road to financial freedom. Call the company ranked number one for debt resolution and rated A-plus with the Better Business Bureau, National Debt Relief. For your free no-obligation evaluation, call today, 800-990-4711, 800-990-4711, 800-990-4711. Wow, how the world has changed in just a few short weeks. If there is one thing COVID-19 has taught us, is good hygiene. Wash your hands more often and wipe down frequently touched surfaces. Unfortunately, we also face another problem that has been around us since, well, time itself, rodents. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free. Rodents usually carry diseases with them we do not want around us. Treating the problem the old-fashioned way with baits and traps only causes the problem to continue. Baits invite rodents in when you really should be trying to keep them out. So how do we keep them out? with Plug-In Pest Free, an electromagnetic device that utilizes the electrical wiring in your home to set up a no-go zone. Now that's fair dinkum. Look us up today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code PEST20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code PEST20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. Coming down the home stretches, Liberty Mutual, followed by Customizes your car insurance. But wait, from the back comes so you only pay for what you need. So it's Liberty Mutual. Customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. And I'm pretty sure this is just an elaborate insurance ad. Liberty, 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 Liberty. We've taken the opportunity over these last several weeks to read scripture out loud here on the air. We started out during the Lenten season by reading the Psalms, and now post-Christmas, we're going into Scripture a little bit deeper. It's it's done something. I mean, I think I believe there's something that's very powerful when you, of course, read God's Word, but I think especially when you say God's Word out loud mm-hmm. into the greater good, there is something that changes, not only in you, but in the environment that it finds its way through. So we're going to continue this on today and for the foreseeable future. Today, we're going to read from Philippians 2. 5 through 11 from the NIV. Kath? In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. Who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death and death on a cross. 
Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. That is the name of Jesus. Every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen to that. That is um, Philippians 2, 5, 11. Hey, thanks for being with us. We uh, always appreciate your presence mm-hmm. here together as we're on this journey. It is uh, just an unusual time, but uh, the word is pray. Pray always and to give thanks. For those of you following us on Facebook, please, we'd love to hear your message. We'd love for you to share our stream. So find us now, 101.5 Word FM or The Ride Home with John and Kathy. Thanks to everybody. Have a good weekend. Stay safe. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.